Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is What the Fuck Wednesday, March 18th, 2020. And Mark is back from uh, his personal battle with the virus. So. What's up, y'all? Good to see yeah, you. How you, how you good? Yeah, glad you're back. Um, and you made it back just in time for our first ever quarantine What the Fuck Wednesday. We're all in our separate houses. Uh, we've got some insane topics. For an insane week, we've got angry public servants, uh, weed stuff, lap dances, other drug stuff, traffic violations, soap, cheese, stabbings. Uh, it's going to get nuts. But first, Mark, why don't you catch us up on what's going on with you, man, and uh, what happened with your uh, why you've been gone? I will. Uh, if you can see this on YouTube in the shot, I have no less than 60 rolls of toilet paper just mocking everyone uh, behind me in the backdrop. But I am back. It's good to <laughs> be there, back. They're shitty hands. everyone? Yeah, mocking you. Mocking people that can't get to the grocery store. I was out on uh, some very shitty circumstances, guys. Like, imagine the worst possible thing that could happen, and that's pretty much what happened. Uh, I don't want to get into details because it's not over, but it involves my mom's health. I love you, mom. Get better soon. Uh, So yeah, I spent like three days at the ICU and an additional two days at four international airports, and now I'm back. So first off, I want to thank. Uh, the people that work in retail and grocery stores, in particular hospital staff from the, all the way from the cre- cleaning crew to nurses and doctors for showing up to work every day and taking care of people during these crazy, scary times. Also, like airline staff and transportation staff, like Uber and Lyft drivers. A ton of those people helped me out while I was gone, and they're helping a lot of people out. So, um, yeah, they're putting themselves in harm's way and deserve a big, big thank you. Uh, they're like the opposite of those fucking idiots that were partying on the beach during spring break. Here's the thing. Stop <laughs> going to bars, right? Like, what are they fucking doing? What are they yeah, doing? I mean, Mark, while you were gone, we were trying to tell people to do the right thing, but uh, without... Your, you know, sort of yeah. uh, frenetic energy. I don't know yeah. if, it, if it if it if it rang through as much. Well, I was also yeah. not social dis- distancing. I had an emergency, but I certainly wasn't just out there on the beach drinking, um, yeah. which is ridiculous. You're going to bars like really stupid stuff. Guys, stop doing that. Uh, you can yeah. party later. Um, one of the outcomes that or like one of the things that's happening now with the coronavirus that I saw firsthand uh, was, you know, like family members can't visit their their family members in the hospital anymore inclusive of the icu and units like that so people are dying in the hospital and they can't get visited by their family members because they're they're mandated to control the spread of coronavirus and people are still out going to bars what's happening is like you're you're prolonging those type of things uh from changing we're, we're trying to curb the spread of coronavirus so people can go visit their families so people can go to the bar so people can get back to work and uh inconsiderate selfish people that are going out in public right now for for pleasure are, are slowing that 
that down and, and letting the spread. But there's grow. no so, line. Are you talking about me? Because I went to the movies. Jesus Christ! Can we just can we no, just no, call no, me no, out? That's, <laughs> no, that's fine. I was at airport bars too. No, the movies was fine because you were. But stop! Don't do that anymore. You, How you was Bad Boys for Life West? Was it worth it? No, it wasn't. I heard you said you. I thought I heard you talking shit about Bad Boys, which was the worst part. I liked that movie. Oh God! Um, but yeah. We get it, guys. You're invincible. You're young. Um, but unless you and everyone you know um, doesn't have a person they care about over the age of 65, then shut the fuck up and shut it down. We got to stop the spread now, which is exactly what I didn't do the past few days. Um, I am now. Which uh, is why you're in isolation, though. Because Yes, exactly. I, I can't see anyone now because um, let's get to that. So, I mean, I for sure have come into contact with the coronavirus between the airports and the hospital. I'll just tell you about the last airport I was at before I got home. Uh, it was New Orleans Airport, and I had a four-hour layover scheduled that turned into a six-hour layover on Monday. So, I mean, I was there so long that what happened was I had to take a shit at the airport bathroom. And here's the thing. I could feel corona coming in through my asshole as the shit was going out. Um, it was just a row of depressed guys and urinals. It doesn't work that way, Mark. It, it's, like a, it's like a flame coming out of a propane-fueled tank. Like, like the flame can't jump back up in the tank as long as the propane's pushing up, man. You, you know, is this. that what it is? See, yeah. I thought it was like a water thing. Like, like I don't know, because I, I, I know it, it does spread by <laughs> droplet. Yeah, like, I thought it was like it, when it's, you. It's when, like when you take an aerosol can and you hold it up to a lighter. Like the the fire can't jump back into the aerosol can. I mean, I felt it going in my asshole, but that's fine. Um, like, and there was a, again, there was Maybe like a row else was going on. Maybe there was a row of grunting and moaning men on the porcelain death chairs. You know, to my left and to the right. And um, they, I think they understood what was going on as well. It was, it was a very bad, sad moment for us, but we, we just had to let it out. Can, you, uh, that can was... you think of a worse place than a men's room at an airport, by the way? Like, no. No worse place on the planet. Oh, like right now, you mean? Like, no, there are every day. In general. Nah. Every day. That was my second worst showing at an airport yeah. bathroom, but let's stay on Corona. Uh, the worst thing um, actually came later, though. Uh, when I was drunk after several airport cocktails... Uh, I tried to drink those a few feet away from other people, which was hard to do. Um, but so while I was out drinking at the bar, some guy eventually made it to our gate to fly home to Austin. And he scared and angered the shit out of everyone there because he was hacking up a lung. So as I'm boarding the plane, I finally get like a whiff of this guy. I start to hear him and like 10 people in front of me, this guy starts uh, coughing. And it was the worst sounding cough I've ever heard in my life. Huh. And I mean, look at us, right? Look at our history with smoking and everything. I've never heard this noise coming out of a human being before uh how i'm drunk uh he i I didn't know at this point i'm it didn't sound (laughs) like it was an old person cough i'm drunk so i immediately shot out what the fuck man um because i didn't i didn't like the noises coming Mm -hmm. from the guy that was about to yeah well the coronavirus is around so was it Um, mark was it worse than you climbing the stairs in colorado at the bachelor party or that was like a wheeze (laughs) that was a wheeze Oh, Which, man, the high altitude yeah. wheeze was that a, was a wheeze. Sounded like a this cat was, toy. This was a cough, but this guy, oh, yeah. I'm sure, has a wheeze as well. Um, so, so after I, sh- <laughs> after I shout out, what the fuck, man, uh, the guy behind me goes, dude, I know. And then he proceeds to say, like, he's been doing it at the gate for the past 45 minutes, and people keep telling him to leave the gate and leave the airport, and he's just been joking around saying, I don't have corona, ha, ha, ha. Uh, But he clearly does, and I was like, yeah, it fucking sounds like it. And then he goes, I just don't want to sit next to him. And I said, yeah, me too, as I proceeded to take a long, slow walk to the back of the plane where I was sitting at 29C, and this guy who was coughing was sitting at 29D with a 20-inch aisle separating us. God, I wish I would have seen your face. Oh, it was bad. Um, so you know how I knew it was him? Because, I, Pat, I didn't see his age uh, because it's, he started hacking up a lung. 
20 inches away from me, right in my face. Um, so it was so bad that the woman sitting in 28D, one, one, one thing in front of him, said, fuck this shit, and left her <laughs> Louis Vuitton purse on her seat on a Spirit Airline Louis Vuitton purse, probably was fake, and just ran off the plane, like right off the fucking plane. I started yelling at him immediately. He, he had a mask on. I put a mask on, but after Mark, he had been coughing, no I had hyper- a beard, so No hyperbole here. You, yeah. really, you really were yelling at the guy. Yeah. I was like, dude. I was like, you okay? What's going on here? Dude, like, I wasn't, like, telling him to get off the plane, but I was just, like, making noise. I was drunk, Pat. Like, I, I, this was not the time for a corona patient to be sitting next to me. Did you feel uh, any uh, spray get on you from his? Uh, no, and my wife was there, so I shielded her to the inside, and I took the brunt of it. But I, I, I immediately went to work. The lady ran off the plane. Uh, I, I just, like, was, like, yelling at him. A couple minutes go by, and two, literally two airline employees come from out of nowhere, and they say, sir, we need, we need you to come with us, and they <laughs> escort him physically off the plane. He gets off the plane to applause and never returns. Uh, he had 20-ish minutes to get back on the plane. He didn't get back on. I wonder why. Uh, so as soon as he left the, the plane, I, uh, my wife and I had brought gloves and, like, a thing of Clorox wipes, and I, and I just... Uh, Put the gloves on, put the mask on over my huge beard, didn't do shit, right? Uh, and, and I get all the Clorox wipes out, and I start wiping the whole plane down. I start wiping his exact seat, his, like, tray, his seatbelt, the overhead things that you turn. I wipe the seats next to him because it, was, it wasn't a very full plane. I wipe the seats in front of him where the girl's Louis Vuitton purse was, and she went running. I wipe the seats behind him, and I just took Clorox to rows 28 through 30 and just got that fucking germ the hell out of there because I didn't want everyone else to get it, you know? Yeah. I was like the scene from Looper where, um, where he turns the shotgun on himself, and he goes, so I stopped it. So like I just like loopered myself. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and and got that germ out of there, but um, that's that's it. That was real, that real big of you, Mark. That was real big of you. Wh- wh- I thought so. I mean, I could have just whined about it, but I took action. Well, you def- other- well, yeah. Did the other passengers react positively to your uh, act of her- heroism? Oh, for sure. I got some free air miles, and and you know. Um, yeah, free drink, and well, they yeah. were like, "Thanks for taking the corona for us." They gave now. you free yeah. air miles. That's awesome. They're- I did. I got two thousand free air miles. That's what you spirit, get for flying. Which is probably like ten trips. Same. Yeah, wow. and that's it. So I'm back with coronavirus, um, and it's what the fuck Wednesday. So let's go lock down and turn up, baby. That's right. Yeah. So on that note, uh, coronavirus time. Uh, we've got a new T-shirt for sale, and it's absolutely the first thing that you need to buy uh, with the government stimulus check that you're about to get. But it's actually so good that you need to buy it right now before you get your government stimulus check because otherwise it'll actually get kicked off the Barstool store in a day or two. So you've got to act now. we got to act now. we got to get it going. But, I mean, it's a movement you're going to want to get involved with. Mm -hmm. What makes this T-shirt so incredible, you ask? Well, it's not just a T-shirt. It's a new lifestyle brand that we, the Hard Factor Boys, are launching. Like Zillion Beers or Prestige Worldwide from Step Brothers, Lockdown, turn up, and that's that's the saying, is the brand of the coronavirus lockdown. Like that's I right. said before, it's a lifestyle, a mindset about how this coronavirus lockdown isn't going to keep you down from turning up. Uh, it's it's what we need to do right now to get through this. Guys, your thoughts? I'm turning up. I'm. I'm turning up in ho- indoors right now. I'm locked down and I'm turned up. I'm so. all fucking about it, Will. If yeah. you think I'm just going to be in- inside, relegated to my home and not turning up, then you're fucking wrong. And, right. and, and, and the thing is, when I live stream, because everyone in their mother's live streaming right now, I want people to see on my shirt that I'm turned. Because mm-hmm. it's, har- it's harder to tell through a computer. But I'm, I'm locked down and I'm turning up. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wes, Wes, what about you? You're the one that came up with this idea. What, 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 what's the meaning really behind it, you know? I mean, it means, you know, you're on lockdown doesn't mean you have to act like you're not on lockdown. You don't have to be sad. You got to make the best of it. Like, for example, I, I roasted that Boston butt. I'm turning it up. Ooh. I'm turning up the cooking. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take this opportunity to, to, to cook a bunch of shit that I never had time to. I'm going to make some oxtails this week. I made a Boston butt. That's how I'm turning up. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Well, I, you, I, know what I can, you know what I can do in my house while I'm locked down? Huh? Everything. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that, you're damn right. Let me get into that, guys. So we're probably going to be locked down here for a month or two. So let's break down a couple examples of what locking it down and turning up from my head uh, really, really, really looks like. And to me, it boils down to two categories inspired by Bill and Ted. The first being partying on in the yes. face of the coronavirus. And the second is being excellent in the yes. face of the coronavirus. Yeah. So my first category of partying on, I think things like pizza parties with everybody in your house, watching extremely mm-hmm. loud movies, tossing back some booze, enjoying whatever personal medications you adhere to, oh, partying yeah. with your pets, uh, pranking people, scaring people, having extremely loud sex, That's stuff right. like that. You know, power partying. tools, power mm-hmm. tools right. as well. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm using power tools that I haven't ever used. I mean, I bought a lot of power tools. They've just been sitting in the shed. I don't even know what they're for. But I'm in the backyard out. fiddling around. Get them out. Trying to build <laughs> right. west a desk. Exactly. Yeah. Get nice. them out. So now that's partying on. Now, here's the being excellent part. This is like Wes was saying. Cooking something you normally wouldn't have time to do, like Wes did with that pig butt. But he did not use the hash, hashtag. Uh, what? Uh, sorry, fucking lockdown, turn up. I, yes. I, should, I should have memorized that one. <laughs> You're uh, a little bit too turned there, Will. That's a, t- it's okay. that's a tough one, Will. It's just yeah, yeah. the I, literal, I'm a, I'm literal a, saying of the shirt. Little too excited right yeah. now. But, okay. Wes, <laughs> when you cooked that Boston, that Boston butt, it looked amazing. But you got to tag that lockdown, turn up on there. Otherwise, I people agree. don't know what you're doing. Wes, in it's your four syllables. Lockdown, yeah, exactly. Well, turn up. I was originally down, going with uh, up. Uh, corona cooking, but I'm going to change everything to lockdown, turn up. Everything I mean, gonna think be- about if you think about it, too, like and I'll let you finish the being excellent here in a second. Will, but mm-hmm. you need to be indoors. Right. We already talked about why. You know why. But when you're indoors, you can do all these awesome things to turn up. If you get your ass out to- outside, you better be feeling like shit. People are going to be judging you. It's hard to turn up when you're not locked down. That's yeah. true. Mark, uh, Mark, the hard factor bench press is technically outside, though. Yes. And that's and a Pat, huge part of me. Turning you can up. be in your backyard, Pat. Yeah. OK. And you Pat, that is it. That's a very important point. You do have the entire property, so you do have your backyard. Like, maybe you want to shoot some practice arrows in the backyard, even though you're not quite sure if it's legal or not, but you think it's legal as long as you don't miss the target. That might No one's going to call the cops on you if you're shooting arrows. Not right right now. That might be something you could be excellent at inside of the, uh, you know, of your of your home's uh, property. Uh, Drinking in the shower will as well. That's a huge. That's a huge one. But that's but that's uh, uh, partying on. This is being excellent. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. That's actually both. I think I think that's an excellent move to party on. (laughs) Uh, setting a high score in a video game, beating the video game level with your boys who are also on lockdown or your girls winning bets on predicted, Uh working out extremely hard trick shots, falling in love with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Again, all the kind of shit that red blooded American winning machines are going to keep doing during this fucking coronavirus lockdown, checking out a porn that you thought you wouldn't be interested in. Yeah. You gave it a shot, but trying it it out, give something a shot. Yeah. Cause why not? There you go. That's that's that is a reason to lock down and turn up. And speaking of the hashtag, like I was saying earlier, send us what you're doing 
to lockdown turn up with the hashtag hashtag lockdown turn up at us at hard factor barstool news network any of the hosts and we promise us the four hosts we will do the same we'll show you what we're what we're doing for this coronavirus lockdown and how we're turning up because we're gonna fucking do it the entire time that's our that's promise right to oh you. yeah that's right and if you send us good content we'll get it out there Mm-hmm. retweets galore also yep. along those lines we're going to be doing a live friday night something about locking down and turning up this friday night if you want to party with the boys on friday. it's a lockdown turn up live stream mm-hmm. mm. exactly friday night that's where mark might even have corona symptoms by then uh, uh considering the, the timing <laughs> if he's incubating right now so i i'm gonna go get some local uh brews and buds from businesses that need some help i encourage everybody to do the same if they can safely travel and get something uh we've got some other lockdown turn up content with pft that's going to come out soon uh we'll try to get him in on the movement uh and also we need your help though so play along with us grab a shirt most importantly otherwise they'll get yanked off the store uh so we can sell enough to have these uh, going throughout the whole lockdown. If we sell enough, we can give it away to charity. Have some fun with that because this thing is a fucking bummer. It's right? really we it's, are going to literally down saving the world. It's yeah. If you get if you get into this movement, you're literally saving the world. You're right. you're pushing the lockdown turn up movement on. You're giving out good vibes. You're encouraging others to Everything. lock down and turn up, and you will eradicate this virus quicker and save save the planet. Also, guys, right. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna lay out a real plausible scenario for you. It's day twelve. You're coming out of the bedroom. Your girlfriend who lives with you is looking at you like, uh, you're, and she's just thinking, you're not going to drink bourbon again today, are you? But if you come out with that, if you come out wearing your lockdown no turn-up pants. shirt, She'll she's going to know not to fuck with you right off the bat. She's going to be like, right. uh, I can't, not today. If you're not wearing a shirt and you're only in your boxers for your eighth day in a row, you might get a stink eye. If, you're, if you come popping out of bed into the living room with the lockdown turn-up show, it's on. Yeah, Shut and this her is, up preemptively. This is... This is probably, hopefully, an, a once, hopefully a once in a lifetime lockdown turn up situation. So right. we got to remember to tell your kids about. It we is gotta, also commemorative. Yeah. Historically, uh, yeah, I think it might be Wes. It's a yeah, souvenir. Look, it's a, hopefully a souvenir shirt as well. Right. right. They say these are every hundred years, so probably not again for another hundred years. Don't miss your opportunity. Lockdown turn up. Oh twenty. Go to the barstool store. Get the tea. Join the movement. We're going to be doing it all probably through the end of May is what it sounded like. So let's do it. All right, we might guys, do it again in the fall, but you'll have the shirt. So This one's from at Darm1255. So all right. I know a lot of us have been having a hard time adjusting to life without some of our creature comforts with this whole Corona thing, right? But let's be honest. The people that are suffering most are all the Moe's, Jerry's, and Norm's of America that aren't able to enjoy their pay-per-second company of a nude or fully nude woman, depending on the state they're in, Ah, while eating two-day-old Salisbury steaks and enjoying the ball-shattering base of the newest Daddy Yankee joint. You're talking about strip clubs. (laughs) I'm talking about strip clubs, Mark. It is a serious problem. I've seen a lot of guys, you know, like just looking like they're real, really missing them. Well, I, I, feel, predict, I, I, I predicted strip clubs would go away a couple weeks ago. And yeah, I was you're right. right, Mark. They were one of the first industries affected yeah. as the virus spread. Uh, one, because of person-to-person contact. And two, well, you know why, too. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. fear oh, not. Fear, come on. Wait. Come on, Will. That's not why it goes away. Hold on. No, that's. No, I'm just, Wait. I'm just saying. <laughs> a couple places you don't want in your face at this time. Right. Without a mask. Anyway. Fear not horny men of the world, because Die Happy Tonight, a new 
uh, a New York-based members-only strip club for the, quote, modern and discerning man is launching mm. a completely free virtual reality lap dance uh, site for those who are suffering from corona. Hmm. That's cam girls. Well, Will, exactly, it's fucking cam girls. It's like, <laughs> it's like the guy that every, thought he invented everybody something. Everybody just throws cam girls at the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, he thought hey, Will, Will you, this is a lockdown turn up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you, that's true. Cam, cam girls. Yeah. It, it, here's how it's different than cam girls. Will the uh, <laughs> the VR uses a 360 degree 60 degree video meant to transport the viewer into the club's VIP room. Uh, you'll feel like like it's the real thing, just without Ooh. the smell or the glitter. Also, just <laughs> like the real thing, you can't touch them. But on the plus side, you do have to hide. Well, you don't. I'm sorry. You don't have to hide the fact that you're masturbating. Now, uh, being the thorough <laughs> journalist that I am, I, I checked out the site. And I had a nice little uh, experience with Amelia, a 23-year-old from Connecticut who loves thrillers and nature. Uh, the weird part was you're literally like transported into a lap dance room with Amelia in front of you. Uh, and you have two creepy Middle Eastern guys with loud shirts on either side of you whispering things to the There's dancers. There's no way. Th- no Swear way. To God. Swear to God. What? Well, well you up. think... You know, well, you think, how can you get Amelia out of this life? So it is a lot like the real thing. But explain more. Explain more. Are the, right, are, okay. the, are the guys like on a green screen? No, 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 no. You're on a couch. You're on You're on like a, a, a strip club couch. Do they have uh, like a, a fake body sitting there. So you see a fake body as part of your. Screen. No, you, is it's, she it's chained like, up? like a shooter game, like where you have the arms or the gun. <laughs> is no. she chained up? It's but, not, <laughs> she's not but, chained up. You're the, OK. So there's three girls in, in, in a VIP room, right? It's a it's a long rectangle room, <laughs> a long rectangle couch. You're you're in the center where the camera is. You're looking at, in this case, Amelia. And look, full disclosure, I, I, I met up with Jennifer and I met up with uh, with with. Uh, sure. Oh, yeah, Lex, you got You got to play the field. Sure. I, mean, you can't, I tasted man. the flavors. But so yeah. you're there in the center and you look you can like, you know, look to your left. And there's one Middle Eastern guy with a loud shirt. And you can look to your right, and there's another Middle Eastern guy. <laughs> can, with a they, shirt. can they see you, or is it like a one-way virtual? No, they mirror? can't. If they look to their left or their right, they would just see a camera, a, a VR camera. Yeah. Okay, because it's like, <laughs> are you jerking off to the? Are you jerking off, and the guys can see you too? Or is I'll, it like, I'll why are they there? I, 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 it didn't take me long to switch from Amelia to just stare at these guys creeping out <laughs> on the strippers they were giving. <laughs> why are they there? Why, why are to the keep guys her from running they, away. Well, they're there, oh, Will, yeah. because because it's a it's a literal, real lap dance exclusive strip club. Well, they don't so, need two guys pretending to work at a strip club to keep her from running away. I don't know. Well, I couldn't they just be on the other side of the wall, like on the like just yeah. just be outside the room. If it's they, you want the real experience, though, you want to smell the car noir. By the way, no, sounds not like into it. sex trafficking. No, thank you. Anyway, it's real, guys. But uh, yeah, well, as you said, uh, you know, they essentially invented cam girls, and they sent a press release out. Oh, it's nice. a, it's the same thing as cam girls, except there's other dudes in the room while you're jerking yeah. off. Oh, lockdown, it's, turn up. It's a very niche uh, themed cam girls site. The, the two guys are in there, so she can't mouth to you. Help me with an address. <laughs> no, they're the guy, they're getting dances done too, Wes. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's like to like make you feel okay about it. Yeah. It's like the yeah. guy to your left is your buddy. The guy to your right is your buddy. Oh, I thought they were just standing dances. there with like guns. I, yeah, drunk. We were. Yeah. We all thought they worked there at a yeah. Yeah, like club. Here's the enforcers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Never all right. mind. All right. Well, hey guys. You know what sucks? Uh, huh. Sports. Sports aren't on. Uh, you know what else sucks? You can't gamble on sports right now. Uh, but guess what? You can gamble on politics. So if your betting itch is getting out of control. 
Go to predicted.org slash promo slash hardfactor20. Get a free 20 bucks on us and find out why betting on politics is just as exciting and lucrative as betting on sports. Except, unlike sports bets, you're never locked into a bet until the market expires. So get in, get out anytime, make a little cash and dash or wait for the big payday. It's up to you. Go to predicted.org slash promo slash hardfactor20 for your free 20 bucks and cure those gambling blues. It, I mean, seriously, it's awesome. You should at least try it. No That's shit. That's true. What else are you gambling on right now? Oh, yeah. VPs. You're losing oh, money at, at like online slots. No, predict, you're betting on predicted. We are. It's awesome. Yeah, bet exactly. on the news, bet on slots. But, you know, bet responsibly. Yeah. We, you don't know. You're not I'm a lot betting of money. on VPs. Who's, who, who you guys got for VP? Bro, my Klobuchar well, thing Klobuchar. has literally made me $2,600. Yeah. And, and, and there's still so much meat on the bone. Klobuchar's at like 31 cents right now. Yeah, but she's not going to get picked. So who you guys think? No, you should sell all of it, Pat, and win your 2600 um, Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have a horse in the in the VP race. I think it'll probably or, be or Klobuchar, Kamala Harris, unless unless the Hillary comes through, which it would be insane. Uh, but I think it's going to be Liz Kamala Warren. Harris. Uh, I mean, Elizabeth Warren, she didn't endorse Bernie. She could get it. She's too socialist. I don't know. I got I got a sleeper pick on Michelle Obama, but oh wow! Oh yeah, yeah. he just wants to have that on the ticket, so it's like <laughs> Biden Obama. Yeah, that's oh. what I think. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> For optics. All right, guys. This one is submitted by Soda Pop Pineberg, and it's fucking nuts. You got to bear with me. Uh, Corey A. Welch, a 34 year old man, resigned from the Mattoon Fire Department in Wisconsin in January. And I guess he had buyer's remorse, though, or whatever that other term Pat used last week. Dissonance. Buyer's buy- dissonance, Mark. Probably, oh, probably yeah. should have just said buyer's remorse. But mm-hmm. uh, anyways, uh, that's because two months sorry, later. On- sorry, I took a business class in college, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And you remember that word? Yep. I, that's right. one thing. Nice. <laughs> um <laughs> It doesn't and seem like the best takeaway. He had buyer's dissonance because two months later on Leap Day. You know what? Buyer's dissonance is my dad. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on February 29th, he allegedly burnt down a house, then stole his old fire truck and tried to put the fire out. So I oh. guess he missed the job. Um, hmm. So what happened was apparently he and accomplice 37-year-old Brian Wendler got drunk and bored in the afternoon and decided to go rob Welch's dead uncle's house. Uh, yeah, I guess they figured no one would be home. And they were right because the uncle is dead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they went, uh, I shit you not, researching the house. They went uh, searching the house for gold. That's that's this is true. Like uh, gold, uh, they like the legend of Curly's gold. Like exactly. Gold nuggets in particular. <laughs> Will. Um, you're going to love this story that Welch <laughs> believed were hidden in there. I guess his uncle would go on and on and on about his gold nuggets before he passed. Hidden in the but, hidden in the walls. Right. right. The, the legend. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> confused, though. Why? Why does a dead person need a house? Uh, yeah, he uh, he owned the house and just, you know, he, you yeah, know, he no, no one. He didn't have any responsible relatives that like tried to buy, sell the house. Exactly. Or, yeah, so like he uh, just—it's just a dead person. That makes more sense because that seems like a, an irresponsible investment if you're dead. No, exactly. He might his body might even still be in the house. But I guess the legend goes uh, according <laughs> to uh, to, to Welch that uh, his uncle had gotten twenty thousand dollars worth of gold nuggets from the sale of farm equipment, and the nuggets had never been found after he passed away. So they had to be in the house. So I oh. get it. I mean, I wouldn't have even needed to get that drunk to be where Welch and Wendler were at this part of the story. Have a few pops. You're talking about the small twenty gold nuggets. Twenty thousand dollars worth of gold. That's a pretty yeah, but small... I mean. Wouldn't you be talking about potentially going over there? Oh, of course, but you got to rip the fucking house apart. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it depends you, on. I mean, like twenty k, depending on what social economic situation you're on, could be a, that's a life changer. I'm pretty scenario. sure this is like a million dollars to these guys. <laughs> right. 
So here, here's where it starts getting problematic, though, um, as Welch would later tell the cops that he had as many as 10 beers before he went to his uncle's house. So by, <laughs> so by the rules of what drunks tell cops, kind of like sex partner lying game uh, in college or whenever, you can assume he had at least a case, a 24-pack of beers, if he told the cops he had 10. Yeah. you got to multiply that by at least two and a half or three. So when he didn't find the gold and he had had 24 beers before, he got pretty angry. And for some reason, he brought a soda bottle full of diesel fuel to the house poured the fuel all over the floor and lit the house on fire with a lighter even though he later said he had no reason for burning the house down wow. so again buyer's remorse or dissonance there kicked in <laughs> and uh, he decided he needed to make good on what he'd done there burning the house down which is why one firefighter told investigators that when he responded to the fire call by going to the department he found welch already in the driver's seat of the fire truck Welch told that firefighter he had recently quit the department but said, there's no way in hell I'm not going out on this call. So Welch apparently then drove three firefighters at speeds that were so alarming that they said that the truck tires were squealing as he rounded every corner and he drove the truck back to the house. At which point he tried to help put out the fire. The fire chief arrived on the scene um, and could tell something was not right with Welch because because Welch fell at least eight times at the scene and was wearing ill-fitting gear, didn't have a helmet on, and smelled like alcohol. (laughs) Yeah, the first thing the chief says to Welch is, did you set this fire? Yeah, exactly. He probably thought it was going to be a... He probably thought it was going to be easier to find the gold in amongst the ashes. He burnt it down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Burn down the exterior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no yeah. way the fucking gold would melt. <laughs> no, no, nah. no. The, uh, maybe liquid nah. gold. How that works. Nah. I don't think he knew what he was doing. He was drunk. Uh, the captain was so easily convinced that something was afoot that he questioned him, which led Welch to square off on him, preparing to throw hands. Immediate oh, of square off on the captain. This guy fights anybody at the drop of a hat. Like, oh, for sure. Immediately. His first, well, you want to fight about it? No. Oh, you yeah. know also he's throwing in there, like, in front of my dead uncle's house that I burned down. You got the audacity to come at me, Captain. In front of the house my uncle died in. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the captain... Uh, was was able to trick Welch, uh, believe it or not. He let he let uh, he calmed down and let Welch go help out. He's like, go help put out the fire. Then so Welch went and grabbed a hose that was being held by like three firefighters. And when he did that, the chief went up behind him and I assume put him in a full Nelson and escorted him off the property yeah. while he was holding the hose. So um, investigators live wire. Yeah. By the way, guys, it would be a really uh, close call because gold melts at nineteen hundred forty-eight Fahrenheit, and a house fire is between a thousand and two thousand degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, but Pat, so it would all melt. The gold would survive. Yeah, it, it would probably all melt in one melt. place, and then it would get it would cool off again and form a larger, yeah, easier to find nugget. Yeah. yeah, a big flat piece of gold. It wouldn't melt. Yeah. Wes is my point. It probably wouldn't melt. It would be a right. close. Okay, call. but still, everything around it would be ash. Yeah, exactly. So investigators later learned Welch was the first person to call 911 about the fire. Oh, so no he, way. Oh, that. OK. Well, of course he was. So he called in because <laughs> he felt bad. But the problem was he was so drunk that he was unable to provide clear details to the 911 dispatcher of where the house was. So when he, he got frustrated that when he got frustrated that he couldn't communicate where the house was, he hightailed it to the fire department and got That's in the how truck. he was there in the truck. Yeah. 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 Well, he, he was like, just they're like, not understanding me. I don't know where it is. I'm just going to start firing in the air till you find me. Yeah, it's my uncle's house. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So he drove the truck back and tried to put it out. Um, Wendler, (laughs) the other guy I mentioned back in the beginning, his accomplice, who you'd assume was at a bar as soon as the fire started, said Welch asked him to take responsibility for having set the fire because Wendler already was going to prison for drunken driving while Welch 
the fire starter and um, who's the nephew uh, has five children <laughs> to care for. So Wendler should take the blame for starting oh, right. the fire for Welch yeah. being an insane asshole. Yeah. He was right though. <laughs> Wendler was uh, was facing jail time. He's out on bond after having been recently charged with his seventh DUI. So <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> These two are the best. A couple of idiots in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, after the smoke cleared, the pair were charged with being uh, a party to an arson, burglary, operating a vehicle without consent, impersonating a peace officer, two counts of second degree, recklessly endangering safety, and misdemeanor order disorderly conduct, and Wendler faced numerous uh, bail jumping counts. <laughs> Hilarious. Wendler's getting screwed. So that most. story was fucking nuts. All right. That's a, that's a hard one to follow up. Was that in yeah. Canada, by the way? It was in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. It, it Close sounded, to Canada. Sounded northern. Well, this one, we're going over the border all the way up there. We're going to uh, talk about some Canadian hospitality gone wrong. This one was submitted by Hardo Hive member Max Sellers. Thank you, Max. Uh, the Dawson Creek Minor Hockey Association in British Columbia, Canada, is in hot water with one local grandfather named Keith Reddle. Oh, those guys play good puck, though. They do. They snap it around. You see, Keith's <laughs> grandson plays in that league, the Dawson Creek Minor Hockey League, and the association has to make money to exist like all uh, sports leagues do, so they hold raffles at their tournaments uh, where each team has to provide a gift basket, at least 50 bucks in value. You know, they all play the tournament. The parents bid on the gifts. Everybody Sounds happy. nice. Yeah, yeah. It sounds sounds really nice. Pretty common, I'd say, yeah. you know, sports leagues everywhere, all over the globe probably do that. Um, yeah. so, Keith's, uh, so Keith's son and grandson, they go to the tournament, and uh, the dad gives the 8-year-old $10 worth of raffle tickets. And the 8-year-old stuffs them all at the chocolate fondue prize basket that he saw. Well, turned out that was weed chocolate, and that mm -hmm. basket was $200 worth of THC products that Whoa. they did, in fact, win. That's Excellent. quite a pickle here, Will. So why is he mad? Yeah, you'd wonder why. I'm also wondering why. So when the dad picked up the prize and told his uptight father, Keith, who had been a cop for 32 years, Keith naturally made a gigantic stink of it and said the gifts are supposed to be family-oriented. So he contacted CTV News in Canada to complain. And here's Keith's complaint. Among other things, he said, I was a policeman for 32 years. And you, you try to protect people from stuff, and then your eight-year-old grandson brings up running into this. Oh, it's just ridiculous. There's no place for <laughs> drugs in a child's hockey tournament. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there is. Certainly yeah, what, there is. What if we called it medicine? Is yeah. there room then? I don't think you should encourage the eight-year-olds to take drugs, but I think uh, a few of the spectators are probably. Absolutely. And actually, turns out there was no drugs at the tournament. The association was donated the cannabis products to give out at the raffle, like all associations would be in this situation. Right. So it's clearly labeled cannabis the whole time at the yep. raffle. Mm. And then on top of that, maybe watch dad, where your little fucking eight year olds putting his goddamn raffle tickets. That, that's he keeps exactly saying he's going to be bringing back a can of this. I don't know what yeah. it means, but I. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, so, Keith, uh, the worst part about it is that his son, the dad, had to go pick it up and accept the prize knowing it was $200 worth of cannabis, and he had to show his ID to prove he was over 19. So basically, Keith, your son, and probably your grandson, too, wanted the weed prize basket. Oh, yeah. You didn't have to call reporters about it. The dad, the 30-something-year-old the dad, told the kid, 
you like chocolate, right? Put all ten tickets over there. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. And he knew what it was. Yeah, Juan bought him a Hershey bar, told him it was the prize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a granddad being lied to and believing yeah, it so much he went to the news about it. Yeah, by the way, he was, you know why he was a cop for 32 years and didn't make detective? This yeah, is why. Exactly. A hundred percent. Like, who the fuck wants to hang out with a guy like this? A- every grandfather I've ever dealt with in my life has been so over shit that they don't give a fuck about anything. Not like, like a grandfather is one of the best state of minds of yeah, any but human Pat, to come across. Eight year old, he could be in his 50s still, or like early 60s. I, I think I think he's he, a young grandfather. Yeah, he's a young grandfather. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of juice left in him. But hopefully mm-hmm. that complaint doesn't kill the entire town's little little league hockey program, Keith. That would be bad. Uh, but if they do get into financial trouble, or if anybody does, anybody who's listening, you need to go to upstart.com. As oh, most of us segue, have hell out, of a segue, Will. Well, you, you got to try. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is very hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off your interest credit card debt. Okay, Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your worthiness. They reward you based on your education and job history. Upstart believes you are more than just your credit score. They believe in you. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate. Since it's just a, a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if, they accept, if you accept your rate. The best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. That's fast. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards to meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is the top-ranked uh, company in their category with a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot. Hurry to upstart.com factor to find out how Upstart how low your upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes, and with the Fed lowering rates, it's probably super low now. That's upstart.com slash hard. Oh, nice. hell yeah. Real quick, real quick. Um, you know, we're looking at, I'm looking at the time here. We're not having Will call time on us, one, because it's What the Fuck Wednesday, but also we think we're going to go longer during this. We're, uh, we're going to, so time limits are yeah. off. Time limits are off. We put out the poll and we said, hey, we're going to give you all the content you can handle until this, until everyone gets back to work because this is not a part, you're, you're not going to work. And that's it's not a commuting show. Keep it this isn't. Yeah, this isn't a commuting show anymore. You don't have a 20 minute commute like we're going to go as long as the news lets us go as long yeah. as we're joking, so, so we're locked down. We're going to turn up as long as yeah. we can. That's uh, right. The segues are flowing from Will tonight <laughs> and I'm loving it. <laughs> All right, guys. On f- well, this one's a hoot, first of all, and it's from Chris Sar ninety six. The year Nintendo sixty four was the best. On Friday, Illinois deputies responded to a report of a driver in a truck headed northbound on I ninety four, doing over a hundred miles per hour and swerving all over the road. Okay. Yikes! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. The, the complaint alleged that the truck swerved from the number two lane. To the median concrete barrier, barrier narrowly missing another driver who had to brake really hard, and then he swerved back to the concrete shoulder before eventually pulling over uh, to officer sirens at mile marker three thirty two. Was there a spider in the car? Nope, 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 not not quite. But I want you to meet sixty five year old <laughs> Tomas Ruzikowski of Des Plaines, Illinois, or Des Plaines, okay. Illinois. Bad you know, driver, but well, yeah, yeah, it could be that. Well. <laughs> Could be that, or it could be something else. Because when the cops pulled him out of the truck, uh, 
<laughs> he settled a little he reckless had no, driving. He had no legs. He had no legs. <laughs> he had no arms. And they said, how are you driving this? Like, yeah. No, they pulled him out of the, my mouth. They yeah. pulled him out of the truck, uh, and he settled this little, little reckless driving misunderstanding by explaining that he, quote, was blind and couldn't see oh. and, in fact, couldn't open his eyes and that oh, he was wow. driving because God was guiding him and showing him the way. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, God didn't do that bad a job. Yeah, well, really, right? Yeah, that's true. Died. God didn't kill he hadn't killed anybody yet. Yeah. This guy, get him back in the truck. God was just having a little fun out there. Uh, yeah. During during his explanation, Tomas slurred his speech to the point of incoherence, uh, slipping Uh-oh. in and out of English and into Polish. Uh, and that's when deputies cuffed, cuffed him, and he, quote, just went completely limp immediately, just <laughs> into a puddle. I, I, I see what happened here. He... Just didn't finish the sentence. He was blind, drunk. drunk. Yeah, yeah, right. blind. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was right, technically blind. I was gonna say he's he, gonna be able to he, see he, the numbers on the phone when he's making his phone call tomorrow for sure. Yeah, seven, 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 <laughs> seven, yeah. seven, seven, seven. seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for jail release. Best part about yeah. it is the guy wasn't blind and he kept his eyes fucking closed, <laughs> 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 saying he couldn't open his eyes. Anyway, he went limp when the deputies cuffed him. Uh, and then yelling in Polish and refused to get back on his feet, uh, back on his feet before spitting on two deputies. So, what do you guys think? Was it was a God guiding him, or I think faking no. being blind is genius. Uh, he doesn't know anything about it though, because closing your eyes has nothing to do with it. But like, I like the balls on this guy. Yeah, he's really, really going for it. I mean, like he's he, even when he goes down, he's going limp and spitting on people. Like he's just <laughs> yeah. he is totally indignant the whole way. He's you know, creative. Fuck. There's got to be a use for him somewhere. He's, he knows he's when you got stick- him. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, does he? Does he West? Because he just won't give up. He's got stick to itiveness. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, so. It wasn't God guys guiding him. It was hardcore drugs because police found a crack pipe in the oh. console and a syringe in the glove that box. Makes a lot more sense. Those are like lyrics to a country song I'd like to listen to. Yeah, but a lot of times people call hardcore drugs God. So it's true. Again, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, all right, guys, this one comes from Dennis McElhone. Uh I think that guy wrote Always Sunny in Philadelphia or something, right? Uh, yes. Of yes, he was Rocco McAlee. Yep. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, uh, there's a character named Dennis in the show. That's true. Okay. I was confused. All right. Anyway, guys, with all the new uh, health. Nope. Uh, our listener uh, actually wrote the whole show. Yeah. And yeah. He did. He yes. did mine too. Dennis. Dennis did mine coming up. Dennis okay. Mack awesome. Did mine. Strong too. member of the hive. Ooh. Good job, Dennis. Um, anyway, guys, with all the new health guidelines coming out on the coronavirus crisis, it's easy to lose track of which ones you should follow now and which ones you should have been following to not be a disgusting part of society all along, like like washing your hands. Um, so with this mm. new uh, wash your hands thing going around, um, it's taken some disgusting people a while to get the hang of it. Um, like one Reddit user named uh, Lionel Richie, who accidentally was washing her hands with an old cheese block instead of soap um what? and and what How do you not yeah go ahead will you'll probably come up with all, say the same exact shit i've got lined out here no 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 go go for it go for it dive right no. in. no I, mean, I was gonna say what the fuck first um the title of the article the vice wrote was she didn't smell her hands right exactly mark <laughs> exactly the, the the title of the cheese exactly it, it's crumbling apart yeah or, or melting when yeah. you're touching, you don't know what kind of cheese just it is, repulsive. Man. It's that's yeah. short sighted. Well, so the Vice article was um, relatable woman realizes she's been washing her hands with a relatable. block of cheese. 
Um, well, how is she related exactly. relate to that? I don't know. The right. So her and the writer of that article yeah. did the same thing. Two psychos. Um, yeah, and in case you missed it, I was being a little sarcastic when saying it's tricky to get the hang of yeah. washing your hands. Um, second, accidentally First of all, being... who uses bars of soap still? <laughs> yeah. I, don't remember, I don't remember buying this bar of soap, but I'm going to go yeah. ahead and use it. Um, so, yeah, uh, obviously... This bar uh, of soap is cold. I just like how it got there. Like, so, someone misplaced a thing that kind of looked like yeah, soap, took it out but of the was fridge. actually cheese yeah. near her sink. And she's like, ah, oh, let's put that away for later. Here's, exactly. a, tip. Here's I mean, a tip. Stop using bars of soap. You just get the germs back on the bar. Like, yeah. Um, you know, like exactly you armpit hair and pubes in your bar of soap in the shower. It's, it's disgusting. <laughs> what do you it use is, in the yeah. shower? Uh, not like body wash and then like hand soap, like all liquids pump. these days, yeah. all pumps and stuff. What do you, you can't use bars of soap anymore. What I'll use a bar of soap. soap. I'll use well, a bar. Of use soap. a bar. I'll That's use disgusting. a bar. I use I currently use body wash in a, in a, in a very manly loofah. But um, but uh, right. Same. you know, it's anyway. made from panties. It's really manly. Anyway, um, I haven't used a bar of soap in a long time. Yeah, since like 1998. I like I like Dove bar soap. It's really nice. Anyway, um, so but here's the thing, guys. It seems I'm being a little bit too harsh. We're all being a little bit too harsh here because it turns out. Oh, well, we are. Yeah. Oh, okay. That the soap dummy <laughs> was actually house sitting. It wasn't her cheese or soap or house. And she was also very high on weed. So I guess it's excusable. Ah, there you go. Yeah, there so you she, go. So she was house sitting and she took a block of cheese out of the fridge and tried to wash her. Hands no, it was an old yeah, block of then, cheese. And then the mayonnaise for the for the shampoo. Again, <laughs> it was not an her old fault. block she of was cheese in the fridge already. Some trickster that let her sleep in her house left an old block of cheese next to the next to the faucet. If you're getting so high on weed that you think soap. No, is that's not weed's fault. That's not weed's soap. fault. No, it's not yeah, weed's, not weed's fault. Weed. I can it's understand the fault. mistaking of a bar of soap looking like cheese, but about three seconds into washing, when it's not slippery or lathering up or smelling like fucking dandelions, you should know it's not soap, right? right. I mean, maybe the everyone should start carrying delicious. around their own bar of soap and look like little soap boxes wherever they go now. I don't know. What do nope. you guys think? Nope. No more bars no. of soap, Wes. Stop Purell with the bars of soap. Or, yeah. Hand, yeah, or hand soap, yeah. <laughs> The spars of soap are pathetic and disgusting. All right, this one is also from Dennis McElhone. Uh, do you guys? The he wrote "Always Sunny." I think. Do you guys remember the? Uh, police <laughs> yeah, yeah, chief? pretty sure he did. Do yeah, you guys yeah. remember the police chief in the small New Hampshire town that got fired at a town meeting while in uniform and then stripped down out of the uniform immediately into his underwear and walked home in protest in a snowstorm. Yes, in his yes. underwear. I respect yeah, yeah. the shit out of that guy. That guy was on like the February 21st show or right around then. Well, that guy was awesome. Uh, the reason he was so mad is because he was a one man police department. That's right. The only officer in the entire town. And they cut his oh, duties. He's like, he's like him. Hopper in, yes. in, uh, in Stranger Things. Exactly mm. like Hopper in Stranger Things. But he, Hopper has like a little bit of help. This guy was Hopper and with no help. So oh, what the wow. fuck are they thinking? Also, what was he thinking going with uh, police chief? He couldn't have just got called himself like commissioner if he's the only guy like why he settle yeah. a chief Go <laughs> definitely a, shoot, a more exuberant shoot, title yeah, shoot for the chief, moon chief's um, big <laughs> it's pretty good it's no well, commissioner but, yeah i can yeah commissioner's bigger well a few <laughs> weeks later uh and the town of croydon which has a population of 700 has officially eliminated the once proud unit 
uh, by defunding its entire $31,000 budget and is now moving <laughs> forward with their unanimous vote to allow the New Hampshire State Police to have jurisdiction over their town. So they just got, they got the chief out, yeah, they, and they're letting the state police... <laughs> they wanted the, the new subway instead of the police officer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was um, it's tough, tough to argue, though, because it was a unanimous three-to-nothing vote as the entire town board of three people resoundingly voted... Uh, they just hated this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah they just hated this guy. You, you really got to fucking hate someone to For sure. cut your police force. Yeah, Dude, sorry, get geez. rid of them. Well, he knew it. That's why he stripped down and got in his whitey tighties. If I was that guy, I would immediately switch to the side of criminal. Hey, hey who's going to fucking stop you? <laughs> he probably well, was a criminal. That's probably why they got rid of him. Yeah. And there's still time, Patty. They didn't kill him. He's alive. Uh, it's yeah. also smart of them to go with three here on the board. As there's and now, you know, they have a tiebreaker at all times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you're going to you're gonna, you're gonna commit a crime? Well, neither am I. Yeah. Well, neither am I. Yeah. We don't, I don't think we need police then. Three people on the board. Um, so, yeah, no word yet, Pat, on what the un- uh, unemployed previous 20-year-long police chief Richard Lee is doing for work now. But I, I imagine, I don't think he's going to commit crimes. I think what he's going to do is still show up to, like, every crime scene and talk down to the state police when they yeah. show up, you know? Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, Pat, I mean, I, I was probably wrong there to jump to the conclusion that he was doing something shady. But it's weird to get fired by three people you've known forever after right. 20 years of service. Like, what the fuck was he? did something. Well, well yeah, well, I he think, wasn't. I think well, he like, was. Yeah. Go ahead, the, Pat. The, the question is, who's OK? How many people are in the town? Because, like, if there's seven people in the town and his salary is 50 grand, then, you know, 700 like, and his salary is thirty one thousand. If you're following right when you gave you, I gave you the numbers earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> then, so what does that break down to per person? Like when you can feel. The payment well, per person? I don't think, yeah. No, I don't think they're jealous of the payment. I think Will's on or something. I think that after 20 years, he either got too power-hungry, right. too old, not too a, drunk. Not like, he's lost a step. Like He he's wasn't just, costing yeah. the town money at 31K a year. No, like, it's yeah. the fact <laughs> that he's not a good chief anymore. we got to no, get Richard Lee something. on the show. we got to get him on the show. When you're, when you're hard at work downtown and this officer drives past your business 25 times a day doing absolutely nothing <laughs> and he starts to, starts to eat away at you. Yeah, it could be. It could be. He just doesn't do anything. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> we shipping should... lemonades on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. That's right, though. We should get Richard Lee's uh, input on, on why he got fired. Yeah. I just want to I just want to know what he said right before he stripped naked. He's like, oh, oh, you fire me. All I right, can you, tell you. I can you want tell this you, back. Pat. You want your uniform back. I can tell you exactly what he said because they asked him why he was stripping down, and, and what they asked him before that was, "We need you to turn in your badge and uni- your uniform immediately." So when he started stripping down, they said, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "I'm just following your directive." See, see, this That's happened what he to me said. when I was 14 years old. I, I was working at Chick Fil A and I fucked up, and I told this girl I was working with that I was going to move over to Party City because it was a better paycheck, and right? I didn't think that the girl's dad owned the Chick Fil A. So she was in the ambitious men. She really wanted to hear that. You were yeah, word got, word got back to the dad that owned the Chick-fil-A. When, when, I, when I tried to get my last paycheck, he was like, you'll return the pants before I give you the paycheck. And I wish that I'd had the balls that Richard Lee did <laughs> and just took the pants off right there because it was bullshit. Yeah, that guy, that guy uh, had a lot of balls after he had been like spilling tuna salad on his stomach for the last like five years. Yeah. No one makes a fool of Richard Lee as he walks <laughs> yeah. home in his underwear in a snowstorm. You know he's in tidy whities They can't yeah. brew the oh, coffee yeah. fast enough at the gas station for this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, the guys at the gas station off. love this. That he's not employed anymore. <laughs> he can't demand it anymore. 
All right. Let's move it over to another public servant. Uh, a little bit higher profile. This one comes from Hardo Hive member Sean Ryan. Thank you, Sean, for the submission. Uh, and it's we're going to finally get around to a Florida man story that just could not wait until this Friday. Yes. You guys may remember uh, Andrew Gillum. He nearly won the governor's race in Florida in 2018. Well, turns out it's probably a good thing he didn't win uh, because he might pr- maybe like to do meth and bang dudes who are not his wife in Miami hotel rooms till the break of dawn. Why you, saying, do you dude, say that, Will? Dudes that are not his wife? Yes. Uh, and during the coronavirus outbreak, no less, which just makes it even that much more unsanitary. Warned about anal sex. Doesn't even been, care. You can't spread it through sex. He could have been wearing a mask. No, you can spread it through anal sex. And, 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 and Pat, I don't know the last time you've had vaginal sex and haven't made out with someone, but that's just ruthlessly mean. If you're not <laughs> yeah, ma- no like kisses, just slamming no it kisses home and not even no mouth to mouth. Hey, man, I only have sex <laughs> yeah. like I learned from porn. Uh they don't like sex and they like to be talked to they don't like kissing they like to be talked down to don't kiss me don't look at me (laughs) all right uh so uh uh anyhow yeah so that was a loaded statement what i said right before we went on that little break uh what happened was is that last friday gillum was found too intoxicated to answer officers questions in a miami-dade hotel room with a 30-year-old male who was having a heart attack and a 56-year-old male who was having a panic attack and four baggies of meth. So, uh, so it was co- a th- it was a threesome. No, 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 no. The cops got called by okay. the 56-year-old man who uh, knew the 30-year-old man who was having the heart attack in the hotel room, uh, and he arrived on the scene and called the cops uh, because I guess the 30-year-old was like having a heart attack, having trouble like passing out, vomiting and stuff. Gillum was apparently so fucked up that he was just out of his mind, stumbling around the room and puking. Um, mm. And then the cops got there, uh, and they probably just felt bad for him because they let the former mayor of Tallahassee, who is married, uh, not to this man or either of those men in the hotel room, they just let him go. Uh, he's also mm. was in line for a job with CNN. Oops. Uh, yeah, and so my guess is that uh, they were like, hey, you know what? Getting caught in this hotel room with these two dudes and these four bags of meth uh, is is uh, probably bad enough. So, you know, uh, victimless go, crime. He gets a phone call way. from like uh, the president of the CNN network, and he's like, "Are you gonna Are you gonna uh, stump for Biden?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take care of this. Exactly. We got Yang over here. He's abandoned his whole platform. Yeah, exactly. He, he, he for he doesn't even know what the word revolutionary means. He's up there just just talking about politics, just like we want him to be. Sorry, uh, I'm fucking pissed at Andrew Yang. Well, you know, uh, Gillum, Yang, Yang and Gillum, uh, maybe they're uh, going to be birds of a feather soon if he's allowed to keep his job with CNN. Probably not, though. Gillum says he was too drunk. He does own up to that. Uh, but he says that he has never done meth before and he has requested privacy to be with his family I at bet. this time. <laughs> yeah. Please uh, leave me alone. <laughs> right. Which. Uh, hmm. Good luck, pal. I don't think anybody's going to forget this one while you no. just lay low at home. My dad, um, who's a statistician at one point in my life, broke down how unlikely it is that you get busted doing something the first time you do it. It's it's pretty much it's. it's oh, very, yeah. Yeah. They're, right. Pat. Yep. So the, this guy, the 30 year old who had the heart attack, his name is Travis Dyson. Apparently they have a known like uh, they a known friendship, at least they've, they've been known oh. to be uh, acquaintances a, for a long yeah. time. Gillum's a meth addict, allegedly. Pat, you know who else? Uh, 
broke that down is the very first episode of season one of Ozarks. Uh, you know, when they stole from the mob, the Mexican cartel, uh, they claimed it was the first time, but they got killed because, as the story goes, you don't get caught on the first time. Yeah, 100. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, let's kick it over to some fucking voicemails. Yeah. Let's do it. While I'm doing it. this, Wes, can you look up the number for me? Because I don't have it on uh, on hand. But I do want to read it so people know where to leave us a voicemail in La Futura. Yeah. Uh, he, here is the first one. Hey, I got a couple of questions about, like, the coronavirus and what that's going to do to the election. And I figure I might as well call the experts on both of those uh, categories. In a worst-case scenario where both Senator Sanders and Biden contract the COVID-19 and, you know, fucking die, what does the Democratic Party do then? Does the DNC have a contingency plan for plague-related deaths? (laughs) Does the DNC have a contingency plan for plague-related deaths? Deaths was the question. I mean, I guess you just go to Buttigieg. He's the youngest... He's right. the least likely to die from no, the guys, virus. Hillary is sitting there yeah. b- with with yeah, voodoo dolls both, and, and both and, good and both good crystals. answers. Both good Hope. answers. Either either Peter or Hillary. So yeah, they they have a couple contingency plans. They clearly don't Hillary's care who they send. throw in there. So it could be anyone. Right. Yeah. By the way, the number is five one two two seven zero fourteen eighty. Yeah. Stop, Chef Roland. Uh, is Australia still on fire? That's really all I got. Have a great fucking day. That's is a Australia good still on fire? I Excellent don't question. think I don't think it's not nearly as bad as it was. I don't have an answer if it's fully put out. Do you it guys? Seems almost impossible with the amount of fires that there were for it to be completely gone mm-hmm. uh, just a few months later. But potentially it is. I mean, fire seasons come and go, so it could be out. I don't know. If it is, they have. Uh, there's been a lot of like lighthearted humor and fun stories coming out from Australians recently, so they're at least in a good mood Pre- i knew that i know that they're doing a lot of right like, before uh, this corona shit concerts, because they're getting hit yeah, it yeah. looks like they're all like, contained as of as of right now yeah they were doing well and then corona hit and now they're getting smashed with that so the, uh, the good answer question. question is what the fuck are you talking about focus on coronavirus right that's old news technically sorry sorry australia i think it's funny that he asked that i do like the question hey guys love the show this is mike james from south florida so i wanted to uh shoot my shot and in case uh Anybody can't ever make it to the beginning of the show. So maybe you could use a soundbite in replacement. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. This is blank, 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 and blank. Woo! Got to shoot your shot, guys. Listen, have a great week. Stay safe from coronavirus. Hopefully Pat doesn't kill all of you. Uh, or Mark. Yeah, yeah. Not, that, well, he hasn't listened to today's show. That's right. <laughs> but that was a good voicemail. That was excellent. I will say, uh, since since he imitated me, I will give that a eight out of ten. Eight out eight of ten. Out of I, he pithered out. He pithered I, out after the good morning. I agree. I'd You're say, shitting uh, on the guy's voicemail. No, no, no. no, no. The, the good morning. Twenty five percent of uh, Will's good mornings are better than that. But yeah. I'd say most when he tries. But that was a good good morning. It was a good good morning. Will. It's better than Will when Will doesn't give a fuck. So our, our batting order is, you know, Will bats lead off, uh, Wes, Wes bats second. Uh, I'm in the hole, and then Mark bats cleanup. That's the this order. Guy, the... This guy bats third now. Yeah, now he bats third. I think this guy. Yeah. All right, final voicemail, guys. Hey, guys, I got a conspiracy. Um, with all this corona stuff that's going on, 
what is so crazy about like Venmo or Bitcoin or Cash App like creating this just because people are going to be in a pandemic about wanting to use cash? I don't know. I'm just kind of hitting you right now. Thanks. Bye. I couldn't that hear guy's... that one, Pat. What do you say? That's uh, well. That, the guy was asking, uh, uh, w- w- did Bitcoin Cash App and uh, Venmo cause the coronavirus? And then he well, said, Cash App didn't. Go listen to Pardon My Take. They're awesome. Uh, what were the other two? Well, Mark, it doesn't matter. W- w- that was an example of a guy <laughs> who just took a dab. So if you ever wanted yeah. to know what that was well, like, well, although, although, let me just say, you know. Cash App obviously excluded. It's not a cryptocurrency. The other things he mentioned are cryptocurrencies. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I think Uh-oh. he might be onto something there. These cryptocurrencies are really pushing people to get rid of this paper money. And now they're going to say, hey, paper money spread. the." You know what? They're going to come back. They'll say it was cash that spread the coronavirus. They can get rid of it. Also an example of a guy that just took a dab. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. You guys know I don't do that before the show. You're right. Yeah, I, right. I, one of the advantages of uh, the Will and I were working on a little project earlier. One of the, that, one was the, a, that was a few hours ago. That was a few hours ago. <laughs> one of the advantages of the self-quarantine being at home is I can watch as my cats try to strangle themselves with my own clothes. All right, guys, that number one more time. Give us a voicemail. We'll read on the next What the Fuck Wednesday. It is 512-270-1480. Nice. All right, guys. Last one of the of the day. Uh, this one comes from um, Scout Alton, um, and this one is just breaking, so not much out there, but a shaky Instagram video. Uh, but shit is getting out of hand in grocery stores and other places where essential supplies are sold, and we are seeing the worst of humanity come out, guys. That's what happens in times like this. You see the worst and the best in people, and this was a case of the worst as a man was stabbed with a wine bottle at a Sam's Club in Hiram, Georgia, after a fight broke out uh, over a case of water uh, bottles. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's not good. How do you even... Yeah. Yeah. Was the wine bottle whole? Do we know, or was no, it? No. Bl- you can't stab someone with a whole wine bottle. You clearly you could. broke it. You could, but it would be it would require a lot of force. Yeah. Well, it'd be this, a weak headline. Yeah. Well, this story has a twist, Pat. And first thing I'd like to say is something very pompous. Invest in a water cooler. It's great for the house. Easy to exchange the five gallon bottle. Wow. Instant hot and cold if you splurge. Yeah, that is shut up. <laughs> yeah. <we> gotta <laughs> have, you gotta have a seven hundred credit up. score to shut get. Up, to, we to spent get it two involved. years taping the show at your house, and <laughs> goddamn it, if I didn't ever, I, if I ever drank. Filtered water. It was always out of the goddamn faucet. Well, you piece of shit. Don't pretend you fucking keep up with yeah, your Yeah, you fucking... don't have like a delivery schedule for I that. used to, but they um, fucked up too many times. Now I go I and do it myself. <laughs> I wanna go back to what I wanna go back to what Will was saying. You can't stab someone with a closed bottle. If you put that in someone's body, that's just like putting a bottle Look, inside their body. You know, it's glass, guys. They, with they the break. pointy end. No, yeah. no, no, no. With the pointy end, you could technically just that's not stabbing shove someone that that's, inside yeah, somebody. I wouldn't call that stabbing. That's it's just assaulting. Like, yeah, that's like murdering. That's a, if you put that through someone's body, that's just like injecting them. Yeah, with you it. murder them. But right. I mean, like you can impale. I just, that's impaling. That's not stabbing. Yes, impaling. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tech, all right. Um, well, look. It, but uh, mm-hmm. you got to say we're only used to people getting stabbed with beer bottles, like in Roadhouse. Stabbing someone with a wine bottle is really locking down and turning up. Thicker glass. <laughs> uh, you're right. Oh wow, it is. It's true. Um, second thing, Sam's, Sam's Club is just ghetto. Costco for life. Um, third, this whole story, <laughs> <laughs> this whole story is a case of the worst in people because the person who posted it at Georgia followers is a lying piece of shit because the fight wasn't over any 
critical coronavirus supplies. In fact, police say the fight happened over something even more unimportant, a cart bump over a coveted piece of aisle. Um, Oh, man. Yeah. So at Georgia followers, fuck you for trying to stir up shit. This was just a classic case of two guys shopping, one in an electric cart that bumped another guy's cart when he tried to encroach on his aisle turf. Yeah, but everyone's ramped up from Corona. So I think no. that that's that's very irresponsible journalism. But in reality, a it cart is. bump wouldn't have led to a, a stabbing unless it's the age yeah, of Corona. People are people are going nuts. Hold it's on. True. Hold on. When. For what reason does someone have an electric cart in a grocery store when they're disabled? What are you talking about that's that's like everyone like that's like yeah. everyone they're everyone fucking disabled. One. So, so right. this, this this guy took on a disabled person because he bumped him with his electric or cart? like a fat person or someone with like gout or like yeah. Uh, yeah. Many or times the the person in the electric cart can still get up and 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 physically assault someone for sure. <laughs> Yeah, you got to watch quickly. Those, those, Pat, those are the ones you have to watch out for the most. Yeah, they'll be like assaulting you in slow motion. You you could shut it they, down. No, you don't know. They could be quick. You put your just guard down, Pat. Yeah. The, yeah, just because they're sitting on that chair doesn't mean anything. It, yeah. but it, it's fucking blasphemy. Because if you're in an electric cart, if you're in an electric cart, and you should not be able to in, in, engage in violence. Like like the electric cart, what? the fact that you're taking advantage of that takes away your well, right. You're to not fight allowed someone. to engage in violence if you're not in the electric cart. It's mm-hmm. just, I mean, the, yeah, the, the rules are the same for everybody. Maybe yeah, the you, rule. You want you law. want some you want some like a, an incredible unrealistic technology to not let you engage in vi- like a behavioral <laughs> it trait. Stops you. Yeah. If you if you put your butt inside the electric cart at some grocery, point, there's like yeah, electric for, grocery carts have pre crime yeah. monitors on. Right. Them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For the next thirty minutes, it controls your brain and arms. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about, honey? You, you sure you could take the electric cart today? Or you could get in the physical altercation inside. It's yeah. up to you. <laughs> Sign up. Somebody's going to kick your ass if you're in that electric <laughs> yeah. cart. Pat, you've you've been to a long. Walmart. I've been to the Walmart with you. The people in the electric carts are the most dangerous people in the yeah. Walmart. Yeah, they're 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 definitely grumpy. Um, I know this isn't a Walmart, but I'm just you know. Have it, we you changed know. your mind, Pat? Are you? Still yeah, technically yeah. it is a Walmart, Mark. It's yeah, a Sam's, yeah. Club. Sam's Club. Yeah, Sam's Club, True. Walmart. Yeah. So anyway, it's not some coronavirus, ma'am. But like Mart said, it, you know, it is. People are getting the uh, you know it's locked down and they're turning up. Um, so who knows? Maybe you uh, you were trying to cover up for the fact that it was simply a cart bump, or maybe he was trying to get some cheap clicks. Who knows? Anyway, both men were hurt. One man being wheeled off on a stretcher, looking like a mummy. Um, charges are pending, and I'm I'm shocked. I'm assuming More that's the guy stories. that got stabbed with a wine bottle. Yeah, yeah. Both you got the stabbed. One that with, looks like a mummy. His face was like wrapped up like a mummy. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm surprised that there aren't more more of these coronavirus mayhem stories surfacing yet. Um, there will more, be more yeah. coming, pal. Yeah, we're going. Anyway, that's we'll tell do- all of them. We will we will read all of them. We will. We will. Absolutely. Um, anyway, that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Remember to lock down and turn up. It's our first shirt in a while. So if you've enjoyed the podcast, mm. show us a little love and buy one. It's a great coronavirus souvenir, as we said. And actually, just a sexy shirt. Mine is in the mail, and I paid for it. Um, keep those voicemails coming. It looks like we are going to be bringing you longer shows this week, as Mil- Will mentioned. And as long as this lockdown turn up system is in place, um, you're, you're welcome for the longer shows. Uh, also, get- guys, it, it, do you want Wes's kid to go to public school? Do you want that? Right. Buy a shirt. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Buy a uh, shirt. We got, we, got ha- we have a responsibility here. We got to make sure that, that Wes's kid goes to school. We got to make sure that the Penn National stock bumps back. I'm going to have to give up my water well, cooler. Wes's, Wes's, yeah, Wes's kid is used to the hot and cold feature on his five-gallon water. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we have tea time over here. Uh, <laughs> anyway. 
Leave the voicemails, 512-270-1480. Write us a review. Follow us on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Wash your hands with soap. Buy the shirt. Check in on old folks you know to see if they need anything and drop it off at the door for them. And, of course, most importantly, have a great fucking day.